0: Welcome to Power Tools to Success. This is a show about overcoming adversity and making a difference.
1: Your host, Philip Rampisa,
0: interviews guests from all walks of life to help you succeed.
1: Hello and welcome to Power Tools to Success. This is a show where we speak to people that have made a difference and experts that can help you move your life forward because We all have goals that we want to achieve, and sometimes we just need that little advice that can help us move forward with our lives and have that energy to face life and the challenges that we are encountering as we pursue our goals. Today, we are going to be talking to Tessa Pule, who is the founder of Youth Nation's Leadership Movement. Um, Tessa is also a dynamic entrepreneur, and she helps people achieve their goals. I'm truly excited to speak to her because we're going to speak about a topic that has been discussed so many times, but that continues to challenge most of us. How do you really find your passion? Tessa, welcome to the show. How are you?
0: I'm very well, Philip. (laughs) I'm very well. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. This topic is very interesting and you know what i've i've watched a lot of videos about how to find one's passion i have i have looked at you know tedx videos i've read books and i'm excited to talk about it because no matter how much i've read about it you know i still feel mm-hmm. like there's something that i could i could get there's there's something that i need to get finding your passion firstly let's understand can you please help us understand what is passion? When we say passion, what do we really mean? I know it's a simple question, but, but like really, what is passion? Passion
0: is hocus pocus. Like <laughs> people need to take that term and throw it out the window because it, it's, it's, it's an emotion that is fleeting and is attached to so many different parts of your life that it cannot fit one entirely. Like, people can be passionate about eating cake and ice cream. People can be, at the same time, you're passionate about being fit and healthy, and you're passionate about your children, your work. You can be passionate about everything and anything, you know? So when people try to define passion, they they see it as an abstract term. Whereas it's an internal shifting of energy that gets you excited about whatever it is that you're about to do or what you see. You mm-hmm. know, Like we've all walked into a movie or watched a TV program that we're like, ah, oh, we'll see. And then you passionately tell your friends about how amazing and awesome it is. So it's not a, It's not a, a feeling that is put in a box at any given point in time. It's driven by inspiration. You know, it's driven by admiration. It's Uh. driven by certain levels of excellence in the things that you encounter on a daily basis. So the way books, videos, and. Like the self-help speech About passion And how people need to find their passion People have never lost Their passions Ever um, wow. from t- I've got two kids, got toddlers I can tell you exactly what they're passionate about And wow. Each phase of your life As you grow You don't ever lose what you're passionate about So there's nothing to find Really? <laughs> yeah You know, um, you do these podcasts and ultimately the cause or the value behind it is you value humanity and you want to make the world a better place and you want to improve people's lives. The passion isn't that you do the podcasts. The passion isn't that you actually care for human beings, you know? So when people start to describe things and use um, Catch phrases Like The definition of passion Is very different To what people have Used As a connotative Understanding to it
1: um, Let me ask you a question Why does it matter? Because it's everywhere You know Everybody talks about Finding passion Why does it matter?
0: Because it stimulates Behavior Or behavioral change if you mm. become passionate about something, you're most likely to then follow it up with an action that brings you satisfaction or some kind of happiness.
1: Mm. You know. And what's the opposite? What is the, what is the opposite? Um, I don't know occurrence. Like if you don't, if you don't find your passion, mm-hmm. would would it be? Will that be the worst thing ever? What happens if you don't find your passion If someone like, doesn't you're find You're 40 and then you're 60 and then you're 80 And you're 90 and you died, But you haven't found it
0: Like it's not possible Do you know what I mean? People think finding your passion Is aligned to doing your 9 to 5 Or your job or your work Or it's a defining quality of your life It's not true Finding your passion helps you be stimulated into doing the activities or the actions required to bring you some type of level of satisfaction. So most people who complain and say, I never found my passion, they're not satisfied or content with their lives. It's not that Mm. they lack passion, you know? Mm. So if you don't identify your passions or the things that you find exciting, you're most likely to live a life where you're complaining a great deal of the time because you have no satisfaction in your life.
1: Hmm. So finding your passion is then directly correlated with being more satisfied, more happy, more energetic, more excited about life, and in general just being a happy, attractive person that attracts positive people. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just excited. Okay. I understand that. I've seen... I've seen a lot of um, speakers that almost like take passion and they Mm -hmm. contrast it to um, making money and getting successful in life. What would you say about that?
0: It's rubbish. Absolute rot. It's absolute rot. And, again, it's the play on words and what people derive as meaning from passion. Like you were saying that um, it gets you excited and you attract people. I mean, like if you follow your passion down the rabbit hole, you're most likely to end up in a very dicey situation, you know, like let's take um, your passion about sexual liberation. And if you choose to pursue that to its fullest, you will find the equal opposite effect on the other end. So one, you'll be very content or happy and satisfied. The other one, you'll have great amount of discontent. You know, um, If you're passionate about food and eating, you will pursue that and you either put on a lot of weight or you'll lose a lot of weight, depending on what you find out about eating and eating behaviors. You see? So when it comes to people speaking about passion and how it aligns it to money making, what they're not telling people is money making, money in itself is a different type of abstract relationship. And it's largely driven by your emotions. You know, money follows where your heart goes. Yeah. And depending where your emotions are, that's how you'll spend your money. That's why they say if you approach money with no emotion, you're most likely to retain it, grow it, and retire in it. So when they start to put passion behind money, it's problematic for me in that people start to think that I don't have money because I'm not passionate. Or um, they replace the word passion for purpose. And those are two very different words,
1: you know? Really? Could you explain that, please? (laughs) I'm learning a lot, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am, I am.
0: So your purpose in life is very different to your passions of life. Your passions trigger and give you a guide towards identifying what your purpose is. It's the things you enjoy doing. It is the things you are curious about. It's the things, it's the spaces where you want to grow. You have an innate um, need to excel in those spaces, right? You will never have purpose or passions that identify your purpose if you're not challenged in any capacity, you know? Um, I mean, passions are dangerous, If they're not supported with enough education and wisdom. Hmm. Because think about it, whoever created a gun was pretty much passionate about weapons. You know, (laughs) you went from a simple gun to an AK 47. That's a passion for weapons, but ultimately, whichever way you look at it, the purpose of a gun is to kill the next human being. So where's the wisdom in that?
1: Yeah. Huh. Okay. So now you were
0: never ready for me, Philip?
1: No, I'm, I'm I'm learning a lot, and and it's so good. And this is like you know, I'm I'm just thinking, man, this 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 should have been an hour show, but it's fine. We'll do it in thirty minutes. Okay. So would you say that people that are more passionate in their lives and live out their passions more? Would you say those people become more successful than those that just don't and they don't even focus on their passions? Would you say that?
0: No, I would say that they're more satisfied with their lives and themselves. Okay. So, life they
1: have satisfaction. have more
0: confidence in themselves. Yes, they have more confidence in themselves. They have less um, issues with identity and fulfillment. You know, um, they're not necessarily ran value or societal's definition
1: of successful. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So mm. um, mo- the question that most people have is, how do I find my passion? How do I find my passion? And I'm not going to ask you that because I've been listening to you and you are saying that our patients are already, we already have our patients. We don't have to okay. find it. We don't have to go out finding no. our patients. We already have them. So what do we then... I mean people would ask that question uh, and so perhaps a valid question how do they hmm. then how do they then begin to pay attention to these patients that they already have and how mm-hmm. do they then start living them out and using those patients so that it, they, those patients serve them in their lives and they live happy and fulfilling lives
0: yeah so how do you identify when you're passionate about something and it's relatively simple, you know, Um, you watch your physiological reactions all the time. Like you need to step out of yourself and watch how you behave around different circumstances and situations. So let's say um, you are, it's like how algorithms work you know if you google a holiday the next thing you'll see is a whole set of adverts regarding different holiday destinations or you google a hotel and all of a sudden you see a whole stream of hotels coming up on your timelines right
1: Yeah.
0: it's how you respond in everyday life there are people who walk past babies and newborns and they don't bat an eye it doesn't make you a bad person but the people who walk by the same babies or newborns and they go berserk and they want to hug and hold the baby and they think oh it's such a precious human being (laughs) there is an element of passion for infants and babies there and then you start to scale the things that bring a smile to your face that excite you you know your life is full and surrounded by different types of stimuli from TV, books, um, friends, work, colleagues, walking down the streets, the things that draw your attentions to leads to identifying your passions. So there's a level of self-awareness. Each person has to have okay. to know that I actually really care about this thing. You know, there are people who are very big on being, conservationists or trees and animals and the water and pollution, you know, and there's a whole bunch of people who could not be bothered. That is an entire island of plastic floating <laughs> around in the sea.
1: <laughs>
0: One is not better than the other. Yeah. You're just, everybody is passionate enough about specific things to make a cause or create a career or build a business to answer that. And it's not always the same. Yeah. You know, So for me, what my husband is passionate about, what my friends are passionate about, what I'm passionate about are all chalk and cheese. And what we like to do and what stimulates us, it's chalk and cheese for everyone. And when you follow through on your interests and you build some type of action towards satisfying or meeting or being challenged by your interest, you take care of a very critical part of, humanity or that slot this is the value of a person what you bring to the table of humanity what your service is to human beings so short answer pay attention to the things that put a smile on your face to the things right. that keep like make your heart skip a beat to the things that you actually end up researching and googling you know to an idea or a thought or a song that makes you stop pause and ask the question, I wonder. That's how you know you're onto something.
1: Yeah. Now, I, I take all of that and I accept it. But I, how do you then... Because there are passions and there are passions, right? Because some of it, it's, it's maybe you're seeing a baby and, the, you know, you just get excited and you think, oh, the baby's cute and you want to hold the baby and you, you are passionate about the baby. Um, would you say then if I want to go out every Friday and I want to go dubbing and I want to go have some alcohol and, you know, and party and... Would you say that is also a passion of some sort or well, other bad no. and good and good passions? Or is it just, is everything that you're excited about that you're pursuing actively that excites you is what is everything like that a passion? So things you're
0: interested in, things you enjoy doing are not necessarily passions that you pursue all the time, you know? Um, Clubbing Having a great time Every Friday night It's an enjoyment You know You like the stuff That you do It's not naturally It's not Passion Per se But something You enjoy doing Okay Training To Win the 100 meters The dedication required to do two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, two hours in the evening, or whatever an athlete's schedule is, that's a passion. You got interested in something, you mold your behavior around something, and you are driven to excel at it beyond reasonable doubt. That's a passion. Yeah. You know, people. Tend to say clubbing and every night is a passion. No, it's a behavior. And most of the time it's an escapist behavior. It's not a passion.
1: Okay. There's enjoyment and there's passion and there's escape behavior. Yeah, no, I understand it. Okay, so (laughs) um, (laughs) so to, to, to somebody who's listening and really want to find their passion we very you've already told them to start paying attention to be more more self-aware um and to pay attention to how they respond to things and and i think that 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 would work um after they pay attention are the things are the more things that they need to be aware of in in terms of your work when you see people that leave their passions, as opposed to those that don't what are the distractions what what is stopping us because somebody can start being more self-aware now and they can start paying attention to those things that actually get them energized and get them excited about life what stops people why don't we have all the people in the world living out their passions?
0: mainly because they don't have The self-confidence, the inner grounding, and clarity of mind to see it through. So the world is a funny place in that, let's say, um, I'm going to have three summer camps this year for students, and then something like COVID hits, completely not within anybody's control, regardless of who you want to blame right right here, right now, we're in lockdown for two weeks and I'm supposed to have camp for kids. My passion is to have camp for kids. If I was weak of mind, weak of will, or I didn't have enough confidence within myself, I would be very depressed. I would be very upset. That, And I could even create a narrative that says, God doesn't want me to do this or the world doesn't want me to the universe is not conspiring to get this done. So maybe I'm wrong and you start Mm -hmm. to tell yourself a very different story and you go down a very negative path. Or if you are clear and you're resilient and you have strong willpower, you'd be like, okay, it's two weeks. A, can I change the dates with the parents? Would that still work? Mm. b there's no interprovisional travel so maybe if i put something together in how you know it's like mogola the system you know <laughs> you know what i mean like find yeah. out what the rules are what are the boundaries and work your way around it to get what you want to happen to happen that's the difference between a passion and people living out their passions and people who have passions but don't believe enough in themselves to make them a reality
1: yeah, it's it's almost like, I'm just thinking, and I could be wrong, but it's almost like in order for you to carry out your passion, to me it feels like then your passion needs to meet your purpose because if your passion meets your purpose, then you'd have that resilience that you need to have in order to overcome the obstacles, the daily obstacles that, that just happen. Well, that's yes. just... I'm just thinking out loud. And when what would you say about people? I mean, when I think about passionate people. And I don't know if they were passionate, but I'm just thinking about it and talking about it the the way it comes to to my mind. When I think hmm. about passionate people, I think about a person like Mahatma Gandhi. Um somebody that you know was just passionate about humanity and was willing to go the extra mile. Um, I think about maybe Malala Yousafzai. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously people will say Nelson Mandela Those are the people that I, I think about. That level of resilience, I mean, how does one build it into their passion? Because I think then when passion meets purpose, and resilience, it just serves the world better because you can be passionate about things, but maybe they aren't serving the world and they are giving you those feelings that, you, you know, the energetic feelings, but you aren't really having impact. And yes, it's important to you. It excites you, but you're not having wider impact in the world. How does somebody get into that position where their passion meets purpose and it has resilience and you know, how do you grow that character that allows a passion to not make you only feel like you are, you know, you're excited, but to also serve the world and have wider impact? What do you think about that?
0: So there are quite a few layers to how you've phrased or asked that question. And I'm going to try to tell you a story about me to try and unpack that, right? Um, I didn't have a very strong connection to children growing up. You know? I was very like competitive, I was a bit of a snob, and to some, like very aloof, until about 16, 17 years old, where in the span of two years, my family went through the most And every supporting pillar from school to church that you thought would have stood behind you to help carry you through the trauma didn't. And I then started to wake up to the world and try to figure out why do people do the things that they do? So my excitement and my passion started and was developed by a very negative space or a negative experience to my being right yeah and over time being curious as to why do people do the things that they do developed into a passion like borderline obsession you know what i mean i read every type of cultural spiritual religious document i could get my hands on because that actually informed a lot of human behavior and it still does to the day however in Pursuing my thirst, my passion to learn and to be educated in those spaces to try and figure out the why, I ended up with identifying what my purpose was. You know, and over time, different things stimulated my passion, but they always reinforced the purpose of it to a point where I picked my career specifically. picked my education path specifically i decided the type of life i wanted because it needed to support my ideas and my values you know Mm. and in identifying your values like your passions help you identify your values and people will always by default serve their values so um, in summation of that identifying your purpose the way it's sold on the internet with the self-help books and the things is hocus pocus people will always do what they value the most important always how you figure that out is what do you like you know so that's like the passion thing like what are you interested in because if you like destructive things like you said like passions could can, can be very sadistic and hurtful to other people
1: mm,
0: but yeah. bring you some kind of level there are the people who gain satisfaction by hurting other people and they are going all the way down the rabbit hole of a passion. You know so passions are not necessarily the path to positive impact on others. Yeah. But they stimulate. They Actually, it's the energy that drives identity of behavior that brings satisfaction, you know?
1: Yeah. And listening to your story, it also sounds to me like once you you begin the journey of self-awareness and you pursue it actively, other things just come in. And they fill themselves in and your values start being more obvious and you become more aware of your values and you become more aware of your purpose, and the whole Mm. thing just comes together, but you've got to be doing it. For it to come together, you can't just sit and think it and not try. And there's an an entire
0: metaphysical explanation for just that. Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) It's very technical, (laughs) (laughs) but it, it actually is true. Um, once it's it's the beauty of making a decision. Like once you've decided on something, everything then aligns towards attaining. Or you're directed towards achieving whatever it is that you've decided. So 80% of the battle for most people face, and it's not deciding, it's sitting on the fence. Yeah. So it took me three years to learn that lesson. I did um Bikram Yoga, and every time. You think about going to that class because it's hot yoga for 90 minutes. You don't leave the room. It does amazing things to your body, but good Lord, it is extreme,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, for you. Uh
0: Every time I decided, I spent more time thinking about going to yoga than actually being on the mat. Sure. So I remember my teachers like, they always will be like ninety percent of your decision is done. You're here now, so let's do this. It's gone, but huh. most people enjoy and spend a long time entertaining decision making. Just make the decision; everything else will fall into place. You know, and it, yeah. that's what exact. That's exactly what. You, once you've made a choice, things come into alignment. It starts wow. with a decision.
1: Mm. Wow, that is so powerful. Uh, Tessa, thank you so much. I like that we've spoken about passion and I know our show has been. I wish we could have more time on this, but I'll think about that and and see how we can (laughs) follow up on the topic. I like the fact that we spoke about passion and in a way you demystified it because, you know, it's, you know, there's just a lot of people out there that are selling it as something that is, you know, commercial and it's just going to make you rich. And this is, you know, it's there's just all of uh, misinformation out there. Uh, You've Mm. spoken to us about self-awareness and studying the journey towards finding passion. Um, I know that there are a lot of people that are facing life-changing decisions. Some people are just maybe in their early 20s, and they just want to have a great career and maybe something that can be a career but that they are also passionate about some people are maybe in their late 50s and they look back into their lives and they asking themselves and questioning themselves i know that's a broader audience but yeah some Mm -hmm. do question themselves about how they've lived their lives and they look back and they just they're not proud of what they've accomplished and Mm -hmm. they do not have the life satisfaction that we have spoken about. I'd like you Mm. to talk to those individuals and I'd like you to talk to them um, for about two minutes and just tell them and just pour to them and give them advice in terms of how they can live out their lives and live the happy and fulfilling lives that they truly deserve.
0: Okay. Firstly, you have done absolutely nothing wrong. Honor your past. Honor your experience. Because each and every each and every choice, each and every decision you made to get you to where you are has brought you to where you are. Passion is not limited for the young. It's not confined to the middle-aged and it's not restricted in the old passion lies within your heart's desires and your fulfillment and what you deem as fulfillment if you're not fulfilled and you are you you're not you do not have your life's desires look back on your life and think of the moments where you were close and you chose different where You identified it, but circumstances were such that you had to do what needed to get done. Forgive yourself for those moments because you did the best you could with what you had. Now that you know better, now that your perspective is 2020, look at the next 10 years. What do you want to tell your 60, 70, 80-year-old self? Whatever it may be, write it down. Decide, good for the next 10 years, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be in the best shape I've ever been. I'm going to meet the love of my life. I'm going to let go of my children and let them face their own worlds and their own troubles. I'm fetching my life. I'm going to live my best life. And this is what living my best life looks like. And go for it. Whatever that decision becomes, go for it. You don't owe anybody anything anymore. Fetch your life. And then we'll speak again in 10
1: years. (laughs) Tessa, thank you so much um, for joining us. You've been truly an inspiration. God bless you.
0: Thank you, Philip. And thank you to everyone listening. I hope to come back again. There's lots to talk about in life. (laughs)
1: <laughs> definitely <laughs> that will definitely happen that's all we have for you tonight on power tools to success remain inspired move all mountains and obstacles that stand in the way of your success do not dare give up on yourself and your dreams
0: Thank you for joining us. To consult, reach us or subscribe to our newsletter, please visit www.philiprampisa.com.